Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. And today we're talking... I've got three guests on the podcast today, and I just can't even wait to, to introduce you to them. We've got Kelly Buttrick, James Madden, and Zach McGee. Guys, I'm so glad you guys are on the podcast. Hey, Justin. Excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's going to be awesome. So I have been looking forward to this one for weeks, and um, you guys are really going to enjoy this because if What's cool about today's podcast is we're not just talking to the person with the idea that did something with the idea and brought it to life, but actually the team that helped bring that idea to life as well. And so, um, Kelly, let's start with you. So talk about your background. I know you are an award-winning voiceover talent. You're not far from Atlanta, and um, I love the things you've done in your background. But what got you into that space? And then we'll talk about your product. Well, um, I have been in voiceover uh, for about eight years now. I started KB voiceovers in 2010 and love every minute of it. I love it. And I've seen you've done this for major brands, right? All over the world. Yeah, that's it's really exciting. I've done some really fun things, um, been able to voice for companies like McDonald's or L'Oreal. Michelin was really fun. Um, but I also do some things that people might never hear. I recently did uh, a very, very complicated medical narration, and I'm the voice of the Amtrak Acela Express, and oh. I'm the voice of some lockers for oh. the UPS Access Point lockers. Wow, the voice. Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. That's pretty awesome. It's a little crazy, but really crazy fun. I bet it's a lot of fun. So uh, actually, before we get to um, your, the app that you created, talk about the voiceover industry. I think there's a lot of people that are listening that don't even realize it's an industry, right? And how did you get into that? And what's it all about? Well, it's funny. Every time I talk to a group like a Rotary Club or a college class about voiceover, it's funny how many emails I get saying wow, I never thought about that until you came to speak to us, but hopefully now your listeners, when they're out and about, will hear voiceover and know what it is. Basically, it's any time you hear a voice and you don't see a face. Of course, radio and television commercials, but as I'm sure the guys will attest, there's people who specialize in video game characters, uh, the voices that welcome you into the store and tell you about the latest specials going on. Many times that's pre-recorded voiceover uh, apps. There's just all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, where these disembodied, disembodied voices get into your head. <laughs> yeah, and on on my podcast, Brian Benson uh, does the voiceovers on the intro and outros, as, as you and I were talking and earlier. He awesome. I think he's awesome. I think I'm going to have to get you though to do a couple of these, maybe even for this episode. We'll have to try that. <laughs> I love <laughs> that it. Would be fun. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Love your background and kind of how you got there. So, talk about the Time Your Script app and like what was the why behind it. Well, it's interesting, and uh, in listening to to your podcast, I hear people talking about what problems they solve, and that's just such a common thing that comes up in any marketing class. What problems do you solve? So when I would think about that, I said, all I could, my only answer was, I'm a voiceover talent. We don't <laughs> right. solve problems, but... and I really struggled with it. You know, of course, you can you know contrive something, but everything I came up with was part of my job. So I'd sit there and think, okay, well. I can be easy to work with. Well, that's part of my job. Well, I can be really good at responding to direction, and that's part of my job. So I really struggled with that. So over the course of these years, um, I really have ignored the advice of business advisors 
And I get very close with my clients. So many of my clients are dear friends. So I love that point, though. You're a relationship person. I am a relationship person. That's what makes this so much fun. <laughs> totally. Well, and I mean, people buy from people, right? I mean, at the end of the day, they do buy yep. products, but they buy from people. And then you're, I mean, these are people's, you're dealing with creative people. So how could you not absolutely love their enthusiasm and just, they're all such bright lights and fun to be around and so, of course, you, you start friendships with them, and so their pain points then become my pain points. And that's kind of where the light went off, is that I noticed, oh, gosh, I'd say upwards of 90% of all of my, especially commercial sessions, were the words, what can we cut, would come up. So we do a 30-second spot, the engineer would say it's 34, and then what can we cut? And then sometimes even, what more can we cut? And is there anything else? <laughs> no question. Right. Because you got to fit it into the specific slot, right? I mean, you can't run over. Exactly. Or, um, and this is kind of an inside joke for the voiceover community, but the direction will be, can you make it sound just like that, but faster? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> they could dial up the speed, but it's still, that would sound a little bit weird. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I've always had that problem. I always write too many words. Like when I write songs or when I'm writing an outline for my podcast, a lot of times I write too much and I just, and I might cut a little bit, like thinking I've cut, but I really haven't cut. You know what I mean? Later during <laughs> editing, it's like got to be really cut. And I'm guessing that's what the, the problem is, quote unquote, that you were looking at. In your industry. Yes. And what it does is it causes delays. And so when you've got clients that are paying for studio time, they're paying for my time, they, you know, it may be an M client that's also paying for agency time. It really is an expensive as well as frustrating problem. And so I, there are time your script um, widgets, I guess is the word online, different places, but I could not find an app where my clients could time their script before we ever got into session. And so that's kind of where it came out was, wow, maybe I can solve a problem, not necessarily as a voiceover talent. <laughs> but the big problem is I don't know how to build an app. Ah, well, that's a great segue, right? So <laughs> <laughs> as you guys probably remember, I introduced James Madden and Zach McGee uh, earlier when we started the podcast. And so James and Zach, you guys somehow you guys have come together to solve this, right? And you guys have created your own little company and you're in high school. I mean, so yeah, talk yeah, about, really, right, uh, how did you guys get together? Yeah. Talk about how you guys got together and, and how did you jump into solving this for Kelly? Yeah. So um, we've both been best friends since, I guess, about seventh grade. Um, yeah, something like that. Uh, we've always been really interested in technology. Um, he's a big into graphics and video editing and graphics design. While I've been really interested in things such as programming, um, I've done game mods, stuff like that, all through high school. That's how I've uh, made money. Um, and that's just kind of how we got together, I guess, on this uh, specific topic, because we've both been doing computer stuff together here and there, but never something this big or really with this much direction. Yeah, and it was, uh, I think, the perfect duo almost because there, you can have the development and the, the code, but it doesn't look pretty. A lot of people are kind of turned away from it. And I think 
if it looks pretty but doesn't work, I mean, it's not an app. So I think the kind of do between us was almost perfect. Yeah, I, it's interesting. I talked to a lot of entrepreneurs, and one of the coolest things that I've learned is that it's so important to have the right team, right? And so James, with your design eye, and Zach with your tech, you know, perspective and, and insight, you guys really match up well together. And it's so important to have that, especially in a small business, right? So, but you're in high school. So how did you decide? We're going to not just do little one-off projects, but we're going to come together and, and even build this app and, and build a company, right? M squared. Yeah. So like we always kind of wanted to, to make apps like games or like if it's a, not a game on an app, a mobile device, maybe a game on the computer or something like that. But I was actually going to work another job for Kelly and she brought up when we were getting coffee one morning that she wanted to make an app. And I was like, I was on board for it. <laughs> that, that same day I text Zach, I'm like, can we do this? Is this going to happen? And he, he, te- he texted me maybe within five minutes saying, yes, let's do it. So I love I, it. I tell Kelly. And then from there, it's just like, it just, it just happened. All right. So I, I love this. Um, so now talk about, let's bounce it back over to Kelly. So, so you, you get the good word that they're going to help you. So then what, how did you go from, I've got this idea, I've got this app idea to, you know, working together to, to get it to, to become reality. Well, it's kind of funny. Um, because I know building apps is expensive and uh, I'm really, really good at outsourcing things that I don't know how to do. <laughs> and as James said, I had hired him for something else. So my first thought was, oh, shoot, what am I going to do to get this done? Nice. Um, but I met with them and it, it's kind of a funny story. So we met at our local coffee shop, Jittery Joe's, uh, a local business we all love. And I really kind of struggled between loving these boys as a mom and being so proud of them and, and their confidence that they could get this done. But then I was having to temper it as a business owner going, Oh heck no, I'm not going to pay. Right. <laughs> right. So we, uh, it was funny because I felt like part of me, I was coaching them to, and I was saying things like, just give me a number. You got it. You know, think about what your skill sets are. Think about what you can do and give me a number. So that was kind of the maternal side. And then the business owner side is like, okay, so how do I see an ROI? How am I going to justify this being done? Because this is a free app. This is not anything we're doing to make money. This is a gift for my clients and potential clients. So, you know, it's not like I'm going, oh, I can make bazillions of dollars. I'm, I'm not, I'm not making anything. Sure. So it was really a risk hiring um, two high school seniors <laughs> to do right. as smart and gifted as they are. It was a risk. But um, I'm a big go with your gut person, actually, in your interview with Stephen Case. Yeah, it, from it, uh, from our uh, pop company here. Yep. Yes. And King he of Pops. Right away, a UGA grad. I know. UGA I know. Grad. And I'm a Georgia Tech um, guy. Go yep. Steven. But he... <laughs> He and I, I think, share a lot of the same philosophies, and I just had a good gut feeling about these guys, and I knew they could do it, and I I don't know if James knows this, but after I met with the two of them the first time, I called his mom, who's one of my best friends, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Dan, they did so good. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, <laughs> and Steven will love the shout out, by the way. Yeah. King of Pops. <laughs> if you guys haven't checked out that podcast, King of Pops, you'll love it. <laughs> Some of his it's stories are hilarious. One of these days, I'd love to meet him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he's here in Atlanta. Um, anyway, yeah. so um, James and Zach. So, guys, you're in high school. All right. I know a lot of high schoolers that are not doing this type of thing, aren't starting a business, aren't doing big projects for other people. So, 
are you guys like outliers or do you feel like you're outliers? Or you feel like this is like your thing or what, how do when you look around, you know, your classroom and you see what you guys are doing, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I think it, it definitely outliers. Um, a lot of people in high school go for uh, your normal wage job doing, you know, working as a waitress or a hostess or uh, something like that. But both of us have never really, fit into that, I guess. Uh, <laughs> James worked at Zaxby's for a long time. And, and once I worked that for like six months, I knew that I needed to do something else. I <laughs> could not work at fast food for another day. Oh and uh, with school and uh, athletics, I had a really busy schedule and never really liked the idea of having to give away a large part of that to something that I wouldn't uh, be able to control. So doing something like programming in my own time, on my own schedule, was always a, a like a must for me. So this opportunity was like a no-brainer. Like uh, to be able to do this on our own time, you know, do it the right way, the way we want to do it. Uh, it was it was no decision. Yeah, and I think there's some part that when you control everything, it, it can be stressful. But to to the majority part of it, I think like it was very relaxed almost. I remember Zach was up at vacation with my family and I. And we were sitting down by the beach working on this app. And I think the <laughs> wow. ability to do that is just, it's so amazing. That is really, really cool. I, I love that. I mean, I, and I do wonder why others, I mean, I guess you have to have that drive and kind of the idea and of what you're really passionate about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know for myself, like school, I might procrastinate on, but this app, we were like, we were, we were meeting deadlines whenever we needed to. We weren't really slacking off. We weren't waiting to the last minute. And it, it was just, it showed me that if I care about something enough and I want to do it enough, I won't procrastinate on it. Yeah. And what a great story as you're looking at colleges, right? I mean, not only did you, you know, whatever your grades are and classes you completed, but, you know, having built a small business and like launched a product for someone, I mean, that's a pretty cool story. Certainly. Uh Actually, uh, I'm, I'm going to Georgia Tech next year. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, you one, made it. That's great. One of the, one of the parts of, of, I'm going to do computer science. One of the parts of applying uh, to get into Georgia Tech for computer science is showing that you've done work before for uh, programming or something like that. It really uh, boosts your application. And uh, being able to have that on my, my resume was I think really gave me a good upper hand in the application process. Uh, so it, it has paid out, certainly. That's just awesome. I love hearing that. I did not know that, by the way. Um, that's awesome. So, okay, so Kelly, back to you. So you went through this process, you got the app. So tell us about the experience of, of working through that and getting it launched, and then maybe some of the lessons learned from it. Sure. Um, again, because I know these these two guys personally, um, it was hard. I was really worried that first meeting where they were going to show me how far it had come. And I talked to my husband and our dog had just gotten out. So I was totally stressed out and I was getting ready to come out. And I just said, Oh, Brian, you know, what do I do? I just, I want to make sure that I'm nice. Cause I just was expecting to be disappointed, which was not good. And I got there and I am telling you, Justin, they blew me away. How nice. On it, they were. They just, they over-delivered. They delivered ahead of time. They, I have had paid vendors that I've used for various things. <laughs> right. And I do a lot of outsourcing. <laughs> sure. did not get it like these two young men got it. Wow. 
That's just awesome. And guys, I mean, that's, I mean, what a great compliment for your work, right? Yeah, it's, it was, it was really uh, awarding because I remember presenting it to her, the final product and her reaction was just awesome. It just, it meant a lot to us telling us like we did a good job, but it's also just a really cool experience. And since it was our first time, we really had no idea what to expect. Right. <laughs> There's nothing like we delivering. Know she would like it or not like it. So having that uh, kind of that response was was amazing on our end as well. Yeah, there is nothing like a happy client and delivering something that had a concept beforehand and then a product at the end of it. I mean, I think it's just that's awesome. So before the podcast, Kelly, you were sharing with me though some of your lessons learned about kind of you know, thinking about being an entrepreneur, and you talked about your compass points. Why don't you hit on some of those? Because I think those are such really cool ideas. I want to make sure we bring those to life here on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, kind of like Steve, like Stephen Cars. Um, <laughs> I've been kind of a wing it business person. You know, I'm very much squirrel and chase that. Right, um, squirrel. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been guilty about. of that too. Yes. Guilty. Exactly, because you're in so many different things, and 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 um, as a business person, it's been very helpful to create a compass, compass to give me direction on where I'm going. And you know, you think about connecting with a north, which is somebody who's where you want to be in five to ten years, and you create this mutually benefit, mutually. I speak for a living. <laughs> <laughs> you are a voiceover talent. With them. <laughs> And you look to them for guidance about where to go. And then you also have your east and west, which are your colleagues. These are people that are going through the journey with you. And I think that uh, voiceover is, is unique. And I think other people should look to voiceover, um, our industry, how collaborative we are with each other, even our competition, how we, we collaborate on things. Like your friend Sandy DeLonga is a good yes, friend of mine. We absolutely. have a very similar sound. But we also help each other and we brainstorm ideas together and, and we, and not just Sandy, just all kinds of people are my East and West. And then the people South of you are the people that are where you once were. And yes, you know, it, it to me, I feel like a moral obligation that it's, it's important. It's imperative that we reach back and give a hand to the people that are where we were, but it's also on a, on a selfish standpoint, the their enthusiasm and passion that they haven't been jaded yet that's right. absolutely contagious and no it inspires me to move forward too no doubt i love that word by the way contagious it's a great word uh, <laughs> kind of like contender that's <laughs> no, it's yeah, awesome there you go. No, I love that. All right. So then over, I, I love the, that idea too. I mean, and you know, what's great about that model is anybody could use that, right? I mean, if you think about a compass right. and relationships, I mean, um, and I, I think I, that's something that anybody can apply. James and Zach, you guys have had a number of lessons learned. We talked about this prior as well. Share some of those um, with our audience, especially when you're thinking about building a product, moving down the development process, communication, et cetera. Well, yeah, so there's a lot of issues, um, a lot of them knowledge-based, actually, because we're kind of going into this, I know Zach coding-wise, new Java, which helped with uh, Android development. But on the iOS side, we had very little knowledge when it came to that. So there was a lot of exploring, a lot of research that went into it. I know Zach and I would spend nights trying to figure out how to do a certain thing on an app, how to lay, lay out the app for every single device and make it work on every single device, regardless of the size of the screen. And I think that was a learning curve we had to figure out in that sense. But as for uh, the communication, it was really important because we needed to present it in a presentable way to make Kelly understand what's happening, 
and also at the same time get what she likes for this and make it work at the same time. And I think that was a really important thing for us to figure out. Certainly. And I think one of the, the biggest lessons learned from both of us was just um, not giving up when we, when we hit a roadblock, because we certainly hit plenty of roadblocks in the development process, yes, um, just from things that we didn't know. So we would, like, as James said, uh, one night we sat there for, it must have been eight hours, trying to get the layout to stay the same on each screen size. And, <laughs> you know, we just, we just stuck at it, stuck at it. And eventually we, we figured it out um, and, and, and it looks amazing now. Um, just something so simple, like right. you know, eight hours ago, but it, it's something that <laughs> takes way longer, I mean, right? It, it happens. And now if we make another app, we know exactly how to do it. We won't spend eight hours researching. We know how to do it right away. So I think that was really, that was really cool to learn. So Kelly, before we go, share with our audience where they can find you, how they can connect with you, how they can learn more about the app that's, that's coming very soon. Well, you will be able to find the app in the App Store and the Google Android Store. I'm getting nods, apparently I'm saying it right. <laughs> the Google um, Play Store. Under, yeah, the yeah. Google Play Store. There we go. And it's called Time Your Script. You can find KB Voiceovers at kbvoiceovers.com. You can find me on Twitter at, at KB underscore voiceovers. You can find me on Instagram at KB voiceovers, all one word. You can find me on Facebook under Kelly Buttrick, <laughs> KB voiceovers. And I'm very active on LinkedIn. Yes. And that is know. Kelly Buttrick, Kelly with an EY. I love that. Yeah. And I, I love it. You got all the social channels covered. All right. So James and Zach. All right. So there's probably some people listening that need an app, right? And so where can our audience find you guys? Yeah. So, um, we can contact M Square Developers, which is our, our company, our app development company. Um, we have a website, msquaredevelopers.com. We also are on LinkedIn, so you can connect with us there, just as M Squared Developers. Um, we both have uh, LinkedIn profiles. So mine is Zach McGee. And mine is James Madden. Um, I also have a Facebook, Zach McGee as well. And, yeah, and mine is still just James Madden. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still yeah, just James Madden. <laughs> I love it. Hey, I'm so glad you guys are all on the podcast today. Thank you so much for bringing the story to life. I, I just think it's really cool. Not only you know seeing an idea out there and so that someone's pursuing it, but then having partners on that really help make it happen. And uh, you guys are all doing some great things. So thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much, Justin. This was fun. Wasn't it fun, you guys? <laughs> that was awesome. Total blast. I love it. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Thank you. The Cast is powered by Play On Sports and King of Pops. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.